Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we go deep into mining news, hot topics, and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International and Mining International Executive, a leading global mining recruitment and headhunting agency. Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And today's guest is Sean Bunn, who's Managing Director of Empire Metals, who are an AIM-listed exploration and resources um, development company with a multi-commodity project portfolio comprising of gold and copper interests in Australia, Georgia, and Austria. Um, with a metallurgy background, Sean has over 35 years experience in te- technical and executive management positions, Uh, working across many jurisdictions, including Australia, Africa, and Europe, and has recently taken up the hot seat with Empire Metals. Um, So he's on the podcast today to give us an overview um, of the company and its prospects. So that's welcome, Sean, to the podcast. How are you doing, Sean? Yeah, very well. Thanks for for having me on, Rob. No, and I appreciate Yeah, and I appreciate that. And um, for those that are listening, Sean has only just recently started with Empire, I believe, 10 days ago so first of uh, first of june so um so i'm not going to ask too many questions around technicalities of um of the company um but this is just to give a, a brief a, a brief overview of the company um so first of all sean for the people that don't know you who uh, listen to this podcast i just wondered if you can um give us a background about yourself um about your career um, to sort of where you got to today. Yeah, certainly. The uh, probably by uh, many of your uh, listeners will recognise that I'm an Australian to start with. I was uh, I was born uh, here in Western Australia. Uh, you know, did my my early education. Uh, you know, in a country town south of Perth, and uh, decided at some point as a young young man that I would go off and do mining. And, and uh, went to the School of Mines in Kalgoorlie, uh, the West Australian School of Mines, and graduated, uh, you know, with a science degree in metallurgy, and started off uh, initially working in the nickel industry, uh, moved quickly into gold, um, and, and you know, really that set me off on a pathway where I've, you know, for the last 35, 40 years, I've, um, you know, I've been able to travel, you know, travel the world. Uh, been to some fantastic um, places in that time. I spent time in the middle of the Sahara Desert on a gold project. I've I've looked at rare earths in Greenland, uh, but the last six years we're, we're predominantly looking at gold mining in in West Africa. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, you know the main focus there was a was a gold project in Mali that we uh, we took through early uh, early construction phase. Uh, built the project, uh, commissioned, and it's been operating successfully now for about three years. So, um, basically, that's that's where I've been for the last say six years, working in and out of the UK, in and out of Africa. And uh, to be honest, it was it was time to come home. I um, my family had moved back to Australia uh, here in Perth, and I wanted to find a, a role and, and a position where I could revert back to a to more of a home base. And the Australian industry, mining industry is booming. 
it's a great place to be at the moment. So now it all it all seems to just has has come together really well, Rob. Yes, certainly. And obviously, before we started recording, um, obviously, we mentioned that you obviously have just uh, recently moved back to Australia. And with COVID about us, um, it, like you said, it was the right time for you to right time for you to move back. And, and, and as, as we've been speaking like off air, um, what I'm finding is a lot of lot of Australian candidates are looking at their options in terms of working internationally um, because there is a lot of challenges um, and and it's going to change with each individual depending on their family circumstances um, also depending where they're working as well so um, I just wanted to even give us a just quick overview of your decision your thinking behind you moving back to WA. Well, certainly the restrictions on travel that have been imposed by the Australian government makes it quite difficult to actually leave. Uh, you can get approval through various, uh, you know, there's a process to get approval to leave the country, return. But, you know, the the, the key thing is there's you know, working as an expat, you work as way six weeks or eight weeks, whatever your cycle back is, is, is two or three. If you have to spend two weeks in a hotel room, uh, as part of that cycle, then you know, there's hardly any point in coming home. So I think a lot of people realise that a, a, the old way of working as an expat offshore is 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 not practical going forward if uh, if you want to live and 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 have your family here in Australia. So I mean that was a key point uh, in my decision making. Uh, it's uh, it may not be the the case for everybody. A lot of people don't have the option of of working back here at the moment and and have to continue to you know, earn an income, you know, in Africa or, or Southeast Asia or places like that where where the where the mines are. So it's it's a it's a difficult challenge under this uh, under these restrictions and uh, and COVID certainly changed the world as we all know. It's. Uh, you know, we have to we have to rethink the way we do business. Yes, yeah, certainly, certainly. Um, right, <laughs> moving forward, just wondered if you can give us an overview of Empire Metals. Obviously, um, you've only been in the hot seat recently, so um, yeah, appreciate you can give us an, uh, an overview of the company. Certainly, uh, you know, Empire Metals has you know, we had a, a few recent announcements that we'll be familiar with with some of the. The listeners and you know one of the exciting things that we've just announced is the uh, is the acquisition of of the Central Menzies Gold Prospect, which is just uh, you know ten or so kilometres south of the of the old township of Menzies, but it sits right on the Menzies Shear and and just to the north of us, uh, you know, over the uh, you know over history and and with current resources, there's nearly a million ounces of of gold that have been pulled from that area. So we we really like that that prospect. We think that's a great acquisition. The other announcement we just made is the uh, you know we've moved out of a joint venture that the company held with uh, with a group in in Georgia. Uh, that was uh, I guess the focus of the company's development for many many years, and um, you know was something that they had spent a quite a bit of time looking for and, and exploring uh, you know for copper gold deposits in Georgia the uh, 
the announcements, I think, speak for themselves. It, it was a very difficult and challenging period for the company. And they, uh, you know, from a strategic point of view, we've been able to exit that. And, uh, you know, we would, uh, we would see that aspect of the company's, uh, uh, you know, development plan just, uh, just shift now to, to focus on WA and, and the gold fields here. Uh, so that's that's probably the the two key things that have happened in in recent months that uh, have reshaped Empire, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, to to getting some uh, portfolios of projects here in in the West Australian goldfields. Um, and obviously, like I mentioned, you've recently joined uh, the team at Empire. Um, what attracted you to the company and its assets? I've watched uh, Empire and, and uh, I'm familiar with their activities for for, for many years now, uh, going back to its early uh, early days as, as a company called Noricum. And I know Greg Kunzel, the finance director, you know, quite well. I've known him now for, for that period of time. And uh, I've admired the way that he's gone about, um, you know, the, Developing the company, his enthusiasm for exploration and, and mining development has always been there, and his perseverance, to be honest, in terms of challenging uh, the challenging times that that company has gone through. So, uh, you know, I was very comfortable uh, and confident in the uh, the direction that the company had uh, was 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 looking at heading down. I think it's got an excellent board. Uh, very impressed with the uh, with the technical ec- expertise that they've got in terms of Neil O'Brien and Mike Struthers. Uh, Neil was a very senior exploration uh, manager at, at at London, and you know Mike's uh, a, a very experienced mining engineer. So we've got a great technical uh, team there. Uh, you know a lot of expertise, but also a lot of wisdom in terms of mining. On the other hand, uh, Peter Damani and Greg uh, bring a, uh, you know, their financial and investment experiences is is, uh, is excellent as well. So we've got a, a strong, well balanced board, and I think that's really important to uh, an important asset of this company in terms of where we can take the. Uh, you know the development in the next few years and what we can achieve with the with the refocusing now on the West Australian gold assets. Yeah, um, obviously this is your first position as the managing director of a um, London listed business um, after obviously seven several years in a uh, senior operational role. Um, what challenges? And obviously you've only have recently started, but what challenges um, and opportunities do you think? Um, this corporate role for you will bring? The, I think the focus, I mean, the position is managing director, but it's, it still requires a lot of technical and operational experience. I, I, I believe the way this company is shaping itself, uh, you know, we're looking for, uh, you know, we, uh, expiration targets that need to come through a process where we can evaluate uh, determine the wealth of the asset and then decide do we continue to develop or do we divest 
you know, my experience has always been in uh, the operational sense, but it, it extends from grassroots exploration through development, through into commissioning, through into operations. So what I want to bring to the company and what I believe I can offer is, is that broad uh, expertise in, in understanding what it takes to get a, you know, a, a successful mining project uh, developed. So exploration is our key focus at the moment, but we don't always want to be just a, an, an explorer. Uh, the, the thing about, I mentioned the strengths of the board, and I feel really uh, confident that the balance there is is what we need. And I feel that any challenges that come out of, uh, you know, stepping into a new, a new focus as managing director, you know, I have the support of a very capable and very experienced board behind me. So... Okay, um, activity in the WA mark sector um, seems to have exploded over the last 12 to 18 months. Um, is this positive for Empire um, and, or does it sort of create potential issues for, for the company? Well, it's, it's, it's a mixed bag, I think. The, uh, it's not just the gold industry here, of course, that, that's booming. Iron ore, uh, nickel, copper, what we call now the battery metals, uh, are all growth industries and, and iron ore, for instance, has been running at a record high, you know, over $200 a, a tonne for, for a few months now. And it's, uh, it's, it's just creating so much, uh, you know, pressure on the workforce, the fly in, fly out. I mean, Perth here, for instance, uh, the Perth airport is one of the busiest Perth you know, airports in, in Australia, to be honest, the fly in, fly out workers that are coming and going on a, on a daily you know, rotation out of out of Perth is enormous. The uh, Perth itself, you know, is it would be considered, I believe, the mining hub of Australia, and and you know through that quite possibly the you know one of the the the, the biggest mining centres in the world right now. Uh, and it's a small, close knit mining community here. Everybody knows pretty well everybody in the in the industry. So, uh, you know, it's really important, I think, that we understand that um, in this boom time, there's going to be a lack of resources. Uh, COVID, as you mentioned earlier, is restricting not only Australians leaving the country, but it's it's restricting our ability to bring, uh, you know, technical and, and workers uh, to bear on projects. So all that has to be managed. Uh, there's a restriction. There's a shortage of drill rigs. There's a shortage uh, or a delay in getting assay turnaround because the laboratories are over overloaded. All these things present challenges, and and you know we're aware of them. Uh, we can plan around them, and uh, you know we can navigate a course where we don't let these issues uh, disrupt our business plans and our our strategy. And I think that's to me. Uh, you know, that's one of my main focus points and, and challenges ahead is to to get the most out of what we have as quickly as we can with, the, you know, with the limited resources that we can bring to bear. And do you, do you think there is a skill shortage within, within Australia and especially with what's happening with COVID? Because obviously Australians... Australia have closed their borders at the moment or are only allowing a very small amount of people in. Moving forward, do you think there's going to be, it's going to create big issues because 
obviously you can't have a big influx of 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 mining technical mining or management uh, mining people professionals come into Australia when when you want them to come in. So do you think they're gonna, there's going to be a slow build-up of skill shortages within Australia with the amount of work that is going on? Um, and what, what will happen? Will it just explode in maybe years or two, two's time? I I, I, there's definitely a, a pressure on the, uh, on the supply chain in terms of professional technical people. There's certainly pressure on skilled workers in terms of, of tradespeople, electricians, uh, you know, boiler makers, uh, diesel mechanics, because you know clearly there's a there's a massive um, growth in the mining sector here across all sectors. Uh, but we've experienced this before, Rob. You know, COVID is making it more of a challenge to to source these, but there is avenue to bring these people in on on visas still they're still able to bring uh skilled workers in um they've just got a quarantine for two weeks and and have a negative covid test so so we can it, it's a delay process not a not a uh, you know not a brick wall that we're heading towards it, it's just something that you have to to plan around and manage carefully and i think that's what you know the major, the bigger companies have taken on board now, and they, you know, they have strategic, you know, strategies and and uh, you know contingencies plans to deal with uh, with lack of uh, of uh, workers. For us, it's it's not critical at the moment here at Eclipse. Uh, you know, we're 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 drilling. We've got the drill results on the Menzies project. You know, we're we're, we're preparing. Uh, a drill program, so we we don't think that these uh, shortages will directly impact upon us. Um, that's that's not my concern. If I was building a project right now, if I was under construction, and and had to meet a particular deadline in the industry, I would definitely be concerned. I think that's where uh, that's where the pressure will really come to bear. Uh, you know. Just the shortage of of, of um, construction workers is is going to impact not only the mining industry, but it's impacting the the housing industry here as well. So you know, we certainly see that here in 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 Perth. Uh, you know, just the shortage of, of bricklayers and you know plumbers and and that type yeah. of workforce. So yes, yeah. it, it it's it's there. It's real, uh, and it has to be managed yeah um are you looking to potentially expand in wa um obviously uh, looking at further gold assets um and are you looking to become a, a consolidator of gold interest within the region and what sort of investment criteria do you have for any new projects that you're that you're looking at and will sort of take on we, we certainly have uh, an ambition to expand the portfolio here I think, from a strategic point of view, uh, you know, with a longer-term uh, view of the world, uh, acquiring good assets here is is going to certainly benefit and build our shareholder value. Uh, the, you know, taking a, an exploration project from 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 scratch through to a producing mine is is, you know, some people would argue with this, but it's 
it's a bit like owning a racehorse. You know, not every horse that you go and, and pick is is going to turn up and win the win the race for you. So you there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of pain in that process, and 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 the same for exploration. We need a portfolio of projects that enables us to uh, to uh, navigate our way through the economics. Uh, the size of these ore bodies sometimes could be very, you know, uh, sub-economical simply because uh, we just don't have a big enough resource base. So, uh, you know, my mind is set on on acquiring and, and adding value by looking at extending the the options around our two main focal points. Uh, at Eclipse, we would look to try and uh, grow that, uh, that project further. Uh, I think strategically, it's important that we have other assets in that pipeline. So we'd look at Menzies, uh, central Menzies, and we'd look at getting the expiration work done there to decide whether we take up that option. In terms of a, of a, of a short-term focus, however, you know, we have something at Eclipse. We have a resource base there already. We are working uh, with our, uh, our technical group to bring that into a JORC compliant resource, which will enable us to evaluate the economics of a, of a small pit. It's a small scale uh, operation that we're targeting, but it could generate useful cash flow. And you know that cash flow would be very uh, very helpful in us in building a you know a, a, the start of a production base around that that eclipse project area. So I think there's a balance between, uh, looking for new opportunities and, and putting our money into new acquisitions. Uh, there's a balance against, uh, you know, uh, developing the assets that we currently have in the portfolio. And we've got to find uh, the right compromise between those two uh, two objectives. Yeah. And with, pro with projects in the WA market, what, what is the project flow like? Is there a lot of projects out there? Um, or are they or they're pretty scarce? I mean, obviously, speaking to people on the podcast or people listening to this podcast from all over the world, what's the sort of project flow like within the WA market? Well, everybody, it, it's a big country, and uh, you know, groups, many groups now are, are utilizing new technology. There's a lot of uh, you know exploration technology now that we can bring to bear on on searching for. For resources uh, in the in these areas uh, that, that either sit under old artisanal type uh, workings that uh, that you know were probably mined a hundred odd years ago, uh, there are new technologies now that we're bringing to bear on projects that that are largely hidden. Um, not you know obviously not all all bodies outcrop, and you know those targets are going to be deeper. More challenging to find, but the science and the technology is 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 allowing us to make those breakthroughs. So, uh, you know, the the information we can get now from from our exploration uh, techniques is a lot lot more uh, advanced and and more accurate than we were probably dealing with even 20, 20 odd years or, or so ago. Um, so, I think there's a large areas of, of 
of Western Australia, for instance, and particularly the Eastern Goldfields that, that you would describe as you know, underexplored. And, uh, you know, if, if, if you go by the, the news flow in the industry at the moment, there are a lot of uh, companies that are coming out with announcements about new, new intercepts, uh, you know, new resources. Uh, there are several that have just been released uh, that are in close proximity to our central Menzies project, for instance, that are, are very encouraging. So, yeah, I, I think we have uh, potential to unearth a, you know, a, a, a resource that could be developed into a mine and we've just got to go about the hard work of systematically, you know, exploring it, uh, get the numbers correct and uh, make sure you know what uh, you know what this uh, what this part of the world is is providing us yeah certainly um and as a conclusion um what's the sort of short and medium term future or outlook for empire metals well certainly over the next few months we will be uh, you know we'll be rolling out more information about eclipse We've completed the last of the drilling programs there to uh, to enable us to bring the resource into a, a JORC compliant code. Uh, we'll uh, reassess the the mine optimization work that uh, as we go forward and uh, see if we can get a small scale mining operation working there. Uh, we're working uh, on a new target just to uh, to the north of the eclipse target which is called jack stream I, uh, I that that's a very different type of mineralization and uh, the drilling program we just completed we're still waiting for you know for the for the results to flow through so we can't really talk too much to that at the moment at menzies uh, very keen to start a drill program there. That's probably a little bit further down the pipeline. Probably uh, within six months, I think we would expect to have uh, advanced that to uh, to a, a drilling campaign and, and have a, a, a an initial resource uh, estimate uh, around that target. If uh, if that's uh, indeed what we can intercept, uh, there's a number of um, potential drilling targets there already that are ready to go, but we made a, a, a decision to complete geochemistry and soil testing first. And we'll also uh, acquiring some, some uh, aeromagnetic data, some geophysics that will enable us to, to pinpoint that drilling. So that, that all has to be assessed over the next few weeks uh, and pinpoint the targets. Uh, so, you know, within three to six months, I think we'll advance the, uh, you know, the market will be, you know, more aware of uh, where those projects are from a technical and economic point of view. And then, uh, then I'm hoping that we would also be able to start to cast our, uh, our net a bit wider and, and look to bring in, um, you know, uh, additional uh, tenements that might add value to those particular uh, projects as well. The uh, the ask earlier about what our criteria is, and um, you know, to, you know, to probably uh, steal the phrase from the real estate industry. I think it's location, location, location. And I think uh, you know, we don't we don't want to go out and just put our hands on large tracts of land and 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 
and overextend ourselves, I think we need to be looking for quality, uh, you know, stay in the areas that we know uh, have high potential for discovery. Uh, there's a lot of areas around Menzies, there's a lot of areas around the project at Eclipse that are, are not held by, uh, you know, currently held by mining companies. They're under the under uh, prospect licenses. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities to, to grow and build around our current, uh, current tenement base without having to, to overstretch ourselves, I think, at this point in time. Yeah. And uh, I think that's the focus. And I think our shareholders will be very keen for us to focus on getting, uh, you know, getting value out of Eclipse as soon as we can. Yeah. Well, it seems there's a lot of activity, a lot of excitement as well, a lot of, lot of uh, work ahead, um, but all looks um, definitely encouraging um, from obviously from the account that you've given. So obviously wish you, uh, wish you luck with your endeavours. If our audience wants to reach out to you, if they've got any questions, um, how can they go about doing that? Are you on any social media or even Empire Metals on any social media at all? Uh, I'm not sure about the platforms we're currently using uh i my, my email you know we can always be contacted just by contacting the website itself and 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 then general inquiry um i'm on linkedin as a personal uh, uh address so people can easily track me down if they wish um i think uh i think some of our team have have, have set up a twitter or you know account so i'm sure that uh those questions can be uh can be uh fed into the system pretty quickly and we certainly get back to those those uh those interested parties with uh with information that we can provide if um you know as long as it's not market sensitive we uh we're more than happy to to talk to uh talk to the uh the shareholders and yeah you know, the yeah. more more shareholders we have, more happy shareholders we have, the happier we are. Yeah, certainly. Well, we're we're enclosed them in the uh, show notes accompanying this podcast anyway, so we'll have all those details as well. Um, so for those listening, um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, certainly, uh, encouraging signs for um, especially the WA market, um, especially for Empire in their endeavours to um, to. Um, obviously move forward with their with their program and their assets so um appreciate if you can share share this amongst people that you know within the industry um and also those that are watching on the youtube channel appreciate if you can like and share below um so it goes out to more people um that are on youtube or even on the internet looking at mining videos um i'm sure they will come across come across our podcast um, and obviously this particular episode as well. So appreciate everyone for listening. And until next time, happy mining. Thank you for listening. Remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, happy mining, helping each other to improve the mining industry.